0: Hey, welcome to Bites of Clarity. It's a podcast I decided to start in my very limited (laughs) spare time in order to just share things that are on my mind that are helpful. I should probably introduce myself really quick. My name is Camille McConnell. I'm 38. My husband and I have five kids, and we live in northern Utah. And um, one of our sons passed away in 2018 so I'll definitely be covering grief and loss as well in this podcast Um, but I own my own business I'm entrepreneur and we're very busy my husband and I both work from home so that's kind of another reason why this is going to be called bites of clarity because as I have bites of time I'm going to be creating content um, that I'm using in my own life to help me. I also have a background in life coaching and business coaching so after I graduated from BYU with a degree in sociology, which is the psychology of groups, I'm very fascinated with psychology and groupthink. I didn't know what to do with my degree because there's not much you can do with a sociology degree. So I went back to school, and I was licensed to be a life coach. And I've been working with clients since then. I took a break when I had uh, my kids, but I've been doing some business coaching recently. and. I love helping people. I also wrote a book back in 2010 called Stop Overeating Today that stemmed from my personal struggle with an eating disorder. And life coaching is what helped me ultimately overcome it because I was studying how the brain and how thoughts and emotions are linked. And I was able to overcome bad habits by having more mastery over my thoughts. So I thought I would actually just record little snippets and piece them together. Each episode will have a theme, and as I have a minute, I'm going to create that snippet, kind of like a Marco Polo app, when you send your friends a little message. um, That's what this podcast is going to be, at least initially. Maybe at some point I will sit down and record an entire episode, but for now, they are going to be little sound bites, and it's called Bites of Clarity, because as I receive clarity and want to share it, clarity around lots of different topics. It's going to be self-improvement, psychology-based content. Our first episode is going to be about self-compassion. It's a topic that I recently read about in a book and I'm really, really passionate about it. Um, I think it's really important that we have some love pointed towards ourselves in order to be our best selves and to function our best. The theme of this episode is self-compassion. I was just reading a book that I love, that I want everyone to know about. It's called I See You by Julie Lee. And it's available Amazon, Walmart, it's everywhere. But she was talking about how self-compassion helps us see other people. Because the subtitle of her book is How Compassion and Connection Save Lives. So, In her book she says, to be human means to be imperfect. We make it so much worse by feeling we're isolated in our suffering and our imperfection, when in fact that's precisely what connects us to other people. The more we are able to keep our hearts open to ourselves, the more we have available to give to others. And then she talks about in her next paragraph how um, if she's disappointed in herself. Sometimes she takes it out on her husband and she says, Rob likes it when I'm nice to myself because that means I'm nicer to him too. And that made me laugh because I could definitely relate to that. But not only does self-compassion help us connect with other people, it helps us connect with ourselves. And in order to connect with others, we have to connect with ourselves first anyway. It's kind of like the first great commandment in the Bible is to First, love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and strength. And then it's to love. The second great commandment is to love others as you love yourself. So in my opinion, loving God gives us insight into who we are as his children. So that gives us reason to love and respect ourselves. And when we are truly loving and respecting ourselves, we are able to open our hearts to other people because our cup is full. If our cup is half full or running on empty or on fumes, how can we love other people fully if we can't even, if we're not functioning fully. So just some experience from my life. When I was 17, I started having symptoms of fibromyalgia, which is an autoimmune disorder that makes your muscles ache. Especially in my, in my experience, other people have symptoms that vary. But it's typ- typically like achy joints, painful muscles, brain fog, where you can't think clearly. It feels muddy when you're trying to think. You're really, I was super tired and fatigued. Um, my senior year, after I'd already gotten my college acceptance letter, I kind of crashed and I started just doing half days of school. I missed a lot of school and I would just make it up from home because I was just exhausted. Um, And so then I got, so I got into the school I wanted to, and I got there, and I struggled really, really hard. Um, I was on medication, but the medication wasn't super effective, and I remember, I was a total perfectionist in high school, by the way. Like, I mean, I was basically working my butt off in high school to get into this dream college I wanted to go to. So... I had my end goal in sight, and I, you know, I was excited about it. I got in, and then when I came down with fibromyalgia, when I was, I couldn't hold myself to this super high standard anymore because I physically couldn't toe the line. Um, so I didn't do as well academically as I wanted to. I was basically just trying to get through each day, dealing with a lot of physical pain. But um, I remember my sophomore year. I was at a checkout line after buying groceries, and my brain fog was bad, and I just remember standing there and almost, like, shaking because I did better when I was moving. You know, I'm walking down the aisle, I'm grabbing groceries, um, but when I'm actually standing there and someone's waiting for me to, like, scan my card, for some reason, it was, I just had a lot of physical discomfort just checking out at a grocery store. It was the simplest task, but... It was difficult for me and I remember thinking like I just need to let it go the fact that this is such a struggle for me I just need to be nice to myself about it because I can either hate myself and make this situation even worse or I can just kind of give myself some mercy and say you know what it's okay it's okay that you are struggling standing up at a checkout line it's okay that you don't have a 4.0 GPA. It's okay that you sleep in sometimes for some of your classes and you are still figuring this all out. It's okay, like I decided to cut myself some slack and it felt so good to do that. And I still struggled with all the same things but instead of being being hard on myself, I decided to just give myself some self care take it easy on myself, which made the situation that much easier for me to deal with. So I could put all of my energy and resources into taking better care of myself instead of spending my energy beating myself up about it or giving myself a hard time. Okay, so this really applies um, to my situation as a mom because there's so many reasons why Women, not just moms, but women especially are really hard on themselves. I remember talking to a friend, uh maybe a year ago, and she was telling me she had just learned something. She's like, you know, I just learned that if there's something that I'm trying to stop doing, like I think she gave the example of yelling at her kids, if I'm trying to be a better mom and to not yell at my kids, if I'm mad at myself because I have recently slipped up and yelled at my kids, if I, instead of... Holding on to that, if I forgive myself, I'm so much more likely to be able to move forward and do better next time than if I'm still holding a grudge against myself. Because if I'm being hard on myself, then I'm spending that energy in a negative way. If I can forgive myself and try to make it positive, like I'm learning, I'm doing, I'm gonna make some better choices, then it's just like getting rid of a roadblock. And I've been doing this, I remember when the pandemic started back in March, um, I went on a hike. I was really feeling kind of frustrated because everything had come to, life had come to an abrupt halt, and it was pretty jarring, and it actually was triggering. It reminded me of how it felt after my son died, how everything kind of changed in an instant, and I remember hiking This favorite trail of mine that I had hiked a lot after my son died. And just wrestling with a lot of the same emotions. Like I'm kind of just angry that this is happening, that I'm having to deal with this. This is so hard. And I remember just thinking to myself, you know what? It's okay. It's totally fine that I'm having these feelings. It's really understandable that I'm having these emotions. Why this is triggering. Why I'm I'm feeling the weight of this it's okay and when I was able to let that judgment against myself go it was so much easier easier for me to deal with everything else I was able to process faster I was able to stop feeling so stuck self judgment makes us feel so stuck and it's very it's not very productive like, obviously, if there's something that we need to change about our behavior, we're going to be feeling guilt. Oh, I need to do something differently. But then we don't want to have shame, which is different than guilt. Brene Brown talks about this all the time. We don't want to have shame that drags us down because then it makes us feel like we can't be better. It makes us feel like we'll never be better. And those aren't true thoughts, but, they, but shame drags us down. And it takes a lot of our energy. And instead of pu- putting our energy in a positive direction, it keeps us feeling stuck. So, anyway, once I was able to just let it go and give myself some slack, that I was having this big struggle, you know, back at the beginning of the pandemic, that's when I started feeling better. So, to wrap this episode up, self compassion helps us deal with things better, it makes us more productive, and it just feels good. It feels good to love yourself and to give yourself the same kind of compassion that you would want other people to give you. To treat yourself like you would treat a friend. If a friend came to you and said, oh, I messed up, I feel like crap. You wouldn't say, well, you should feel like crap because you're a crappy person. (laughs) That's not something you're gonna say. You're gonna say, you know what, it's okay, you messed up. I understand why you messed up. Don't beat yourself up about it. So there's no reason why we need to beat ourselves up. And also, going back to the book, I See You, when we have compassion towards ourselves, our cup is full. And we're able to have compassion towards other people and make more authentic and meaningful connections with other people. And that can be healing too. So, so practice some self-compassion and I'd love to hear people's comments about this episode. Be sure to give some feedback on the website, which is connectwithcamille.com. P.S. I forgot to mention that when I was Recording this and working on the app that I'm using, it's called Anchor. Um, This is the first time I've ever recorded on Anchor. I've recorded on my computer before uh, for a different podcast project, but I was trying to figure it out, and I was struggling. And I remember saying out loud, gosh, I'm such an idiot, (laughs) as I was trying to figure it out. And then I instantly caught myself. I'm like, how funny, I'm actually recording a podcast about self-compassion, and I'm calling myself an idiot. So it's definitely something, it's a work in progress and it's not like you're going to master self-compassion and never deal with it again and it'll just be easy. But um, yeah, just thought I'd throw that tidbit in there because it's still something I'm working on and it's just a part of life. So cut yourself some slack when you're working on cutting yourself some slack.